So our first interview episode is with Amy Breslin from the Mind Over Money podcast. And she talks about money blocks, which is actually one of my favourite topics. This is an episode with a lot of takeaways. Yes, it's a juicy one for sure. Enjoy. So our first guest for the podcast, we are super lucky to have Amy with us today. And Amy, your podcast is Mind Over Money podcast. Yes, that's it. That's from my, It's called Mind Over Money. I started it a few months ago, so I'm loving it so far. So could you initially tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we can really dive into the money block. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, so yeah, my, my background, just give you the very brief the brief story so I my background's health and wellness so I was a beauty therapist um, I worked on cruise ships for seven years so um, traveled the world which was absolutely amazing had the best time and then I moved back home um, and as you can probably imagine kind of going from this amazing lifestyle traveling the world going into a corporate job it just it just wasn't for me and I was like this is this is not what I'm going to be doing for the next 30 40 years and I just kind of knew deep down there was something that I wanted to do for myself or something bigger you know that kind of like feeling like you're made for more um so I I was sort of in this corporate job and then my friend introduced me to network marketing so that was yeah about seven years ago now um which for me at the time it was everything that I was looking for I was looking for you know something to build for myself I was looking for something to kind of grow myself as well as a person kind of you know personal growth and development um, and I think I really missed the community of working on ships like I really missed you know meeting new people I felt like where I'm from is quite a small town I didn't, wasn't really meeting anyone that was doing different things you know so for me it just kind of everything was within this business that I was looking for and so I yeah started seven years ago it's given me an incredible lifestyle of choices and travel and meeting amazing people uh, which kind of led me into the world of personal growth led me into the world of coaching people because I coach people in my business um, and I just realized how much I love helping people and how much I love sharing what I've learned so I'm someone that if I learn something I want to tell people about it I'm like you know I just literally want to help people because if it's helped me you know I want to part that onto others and so money blocks for me was massive so for me and my business you know I could see I could see the potential I could see what was there what was available but my money limitations were crazy so I just was holding myself back from from so much and I just was limiting myself so uh, for me when I kind of started to work through my money beliefs it just everything just shifted everything transformed in my life in my business um, and I just thought do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna start a podcast about it because it's been so huge for me and I know for women particularly this is massive like money blocks and money mindset is huge um so I know we're gonna dig into that so that's how I got here amazing that's so cool so I guess some people listening to this might not have even heard what a money block is yet could you explain how that might look in some and, and feel I guess in somebody's life when they when they come up yeah so yeah so money block is like it can be disguised as different things so for me it was you know sort of sabotaging what I was doing in my business because I didn't feel worthy of earning this amount of money or um you know seeing other people and what they're creating and not feeling like that's something that I'm able to do um you know also if you've like never earned over a certain amount of money a month you can't possibly see how you could earn you know any more than that because that's your block like your block is that so it's just a block that you have around money and I think how it feels how it felt to me was just like stuck like this stagnant energy it was like I couldn't seem to break through it you know I could like I say I could see that I could see what I wanted to create it to create and you know it made sense to me I'm like of course that's what I want to earn of course that's what my, my bank account to look like but subconsciously and you know I know we'll get a bit more into this subconsciously 
I just, it wasn't connecting and it was just like a block and it just felt like I couldn't get there. Um, and that's, that is really what a money block is. Yeah. Nice. And I think you could set a goal and it feels so far removed that it's kind of like a bit of a pie in the sky, like it will never happen. And I think that, that all, that also feels like a bit of a money block that it just feels too far away. Yeah, definitely. It feels like, yeah, it feels like it's not achievable for you. Yeah. You're like, you see other people do it and you think, yeah, it's fine for them. They can do it, but I would never earn that much or I would never be able to do that. So what actually made you realise yourself that, that you had these blocks? Because I think because I could, again, I could see what was there. I could see what was possible. And I just always felt like I was sort of sabotaging myself. I was just felt like, you know, it was there. I had the tools, I had the training, I had everything that I needed to make it happen. But I wasn't, I was just not doing it and I was sabotaging it. So have you, have you ever had those times where you you know what you're meant to do, but you don't do the thing? Like mm. you, yeah, yeah. So like, and everyone can relate to that. Everyone can knows what that thing is. Like they put it on their to-do list every day. They're like, today I'm gonna do this. Today I'm gonna be, you know, whether it's, whether it's for some people, it's even just stuck, like getting started, like do, starting something new or you know someone wanting to write a book they wanted to write a book for years and they keep putting it off just doing that thing like just starting for so many people is is what's going to help you get you closer because we don't feel worthy of having it and it's not just money it's so many things it's success it's you know whatever success looks like to people um you know it's being in the, in the best romantic happy relationship you know whatever those things are if we don't feel worthy of it, we're going to find every reason to not let it happen because that's subconsciously what what's there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, so I know you really like Denise Deffield Thomas and so do I. And she spoke about when she gave a talk one time and then she said, I offered the, I, I offered my courses at a discounted rate and then I felt guilty about offering that. So then I offered one-to-ones and then I threw in some free jewellery. And it is that like feeling of, oh, I'm not sure if I'm deserving of this mm. feeling, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think we can all relate to that in some way, you know. Um, for me, like with money, you know, what I used to do is I would get it and I would literally spend it. And I mean, I'm, I know so many people can relate to this. You get money in your bank and it's gone before you've even let it sink in that the money's there. Because if you don't feel worthy of it, you'll you'll try and get rid of it. Um, or, or the other side to that is with money is if you have it and you don't want to spend it, like you completely hold on to it because you're so fearful that you're not going to have any more of that where it's coming from. So you, you know, you, you set, you literally like a saver, like a hoarder of that money. That's it's the, it's the two different dynamics to not feeling like you're worthy of more money coming in. I bet quite a lot of that as well is conditioning from how your family is and how you've been brought up. Definitely. So that's that's one of the big things about money blocks and, uh, you know, your limiting beliefs is, you know, from so many different things we hear. So, you know, as adults, we've grown up, you know, with parents, with grandparents, you know, whatever that looks like, we've grown up hearing things. So you either you know, your modeling behavior that you've grown up with, you, you've, your ver like a verbal modeling as well. So what you've heard growing up or incidents as well. So like there's verbal. So what, what words did you hear when you grow up, grew up? So for me, it was like, there's always arguments going on in my household around money, you know, because it was a stress, stressful situation. So I, my belief was if you have money, it's going to cause arguments so so money equals arguments and also you can't have money and love so that was also another belief that I was you know I'd seen that you know scenario so I think what you witness what you hear money do money doesn't grow on trees money is the root of all evil you know all these things that we hear they go into that subconscious and they're like that's what we're buying into but also then as you grow up so not just in childhood but then you know if you guys have had situations where um you know maybe you've had a negative thing happen with money so maybe you got into debt or um you know i don't know uh 
you borrowed money from someone and you couldn't pay them back. All of these different types of scenario, we hold that guilt, we hold that shame. So for me, you know, I borrowed my mum's my mum's credit card when I was at like eighteen because I was in between jobs. I didn't have a job, um, and she said, like, borrow my credit card. You can, you know, you can use it if you need in an emergency, like emergencies only. Um, and I just took that as, well, she's given me a credit card. There's five thousand pounds on it. I'm just going to spend it. And I literally was spending it like I was a baller, you know, like I'm like, I've got all this money. I'm, I'm like awesome. I, you know, I can just literally go around and spend whatever I want. And I literally must have spent about £5,000 in a few weeks, which is crazy because I had no value of it. I didn't really understand what that sort of money could do. And I didn't also realise how quickly £5,000 can go when you just, you just unconsciously, like unconsciously spending um, so, you know, for me, that was, uh, that was a lot of guilt that I held on to because I'd spent my mum's money on her credit card really quickly. And then I wasn't able to pay it back. So that was an incident that I really held on to for such a long time. And I felt awful for it. So all of these things like that conditioning of growing up and incidents that happen, we then start to buy into why we don't have money and why we're not worthy of having money. Um, and definitely for women as well, we feel guilt, we feel shame for wanting to have money, you know, something that Denise DT also talks about, you know, is like when you watch films, um, you know, how's a woman with money or successful woman portrayed? Generally, they are bitchy, they are aggressive, they're greedy, you know, that that's the sort of and even just people with money, they're kind of always the not the nice people in, in the movie. So we're, we're like we're being conditioned that money's a bad thing and that money goes to bad, you know, it's for bad people. So I think it's trying to change that story around women having money and why that's a good thing. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the conditioning that we hear and why it's so important to change that so interesting it's so interesting and it's also really interesting that you can pinpoint where your conditioning started like with the credit card thing and probably be- before that really if you if you deep dive into that a bit more how would people go about trying to identify where their beliefs have started um so how do they work backwards into that and try and get to the root of it it's a good it's a really good question and it's definitely not an overnight thing I think for me it's still a work that's ongoing because you know there's always there's always new things that come up so I think one of the things I'd say to people that are listening that maybe you've got no idea what this is and you're thinking how do I even know you know where that would come from is just start to think about incidents that have happened in your life around money so you know you could think about jobs that you've been in um, you know, maybe you ask someone for a pay rise and they didn't pay, they didn't give you that pay rise. So you didn't feel like now you don't feel worthy of that. Maybe, um, you know, you had a had a previous partner that, you know, you argued a lot around money. So just think about different points in your life and what what the situation with, was with money in that in in that scenario and how that makes you feel and just kind of just start jotting things down. And what happens is you start to really uncover stuff and then it sort of just keeps like compounding. The more you think about it, the more you're like, oh, that then that happened and then that happened. Um, and, and I think for me, it's really hard to remember things that I heard growing up because I don't really remember much about growing up. I just remember the, um, the scenarios. I don't really remember what was said, but I remember that there was a lot of arguments and there was money and it was about money and... Um, so that that's those are the things that I remember. Um, so yeah, I think just really sort of looking at different points in your life, where you were, what job you were in, what financial situation you were in, and some, and then just try and pinpoint some incidents that might have happened that maybe have triggered you know something in you to not feel worthy of having what you want. It's just that's just how I've done it. Um, Amy did a wonderful webinar the other day, the other week even, um, and you did, you said that on your webinar and I must admit now, I feel like every day I think of something like, oh, I remember that was said or something happens around money and I get a certain feeling and I'm now conscious of it after your lovely talk. 
So it's like always in my mind now and I'm really trying to get, as you say, to the root, yeah. to the root of the issue. It's definitely being aware of your, of how you feel now, day to day with money. So it's that spot on what you said, like, and I think, yeah, this is something I coach people on now is like, think about how you feel, like be intentional about how you feel when you're handing your card over to the cashier or you're about to buy something online like how does it feel do you feel like you know if I spend this I'm not going to have anything left or, or I'm you know I'm running out of money because what we focus on is what we're going to get more of so we have to focus on abundance we have to focus on more that's available but we again we've been conditioned and this is what we believe that we're spending it's running out so the more we spend the more it's going to run out so we you know we don't want to spend because it feels bad um and so i think for me it's it's like one of the things i coach on is is being intentional with what you're spending money on so does it feel good are you spending just for the sake of spending because maybe it's covering something else up maybe people some people just spend because you know they feel bad for something else that's going on and just having spending money is gonna you know tr like cover that feeling it's just like a, a very quick you know instant gratification feeling to spend money online or whatever that looks like because we're not shopping at the moment are we we're not going anywhere going shopping we're all buying online um but so yeah so like how do you feel and just being aware of that feeling and catching yourself so when you when you're feeling if it's feeling bad just like say something to yourself, like more money's coming. I trust more money is coming. I trust that, you know, everything's working out and money's flowing to me. So always the thing that I say is money is money is just energy. So money is just an energetic thing. So it's just, if you think about money, we don't actually a lot of the time now see the actual money. It's just, it's just in a bank, it's a number. So just think about like, it's just a number, it's just in your bank account. So it's just something that you're circulating and you're recirculating. So if you think about it like that, if it's just energy, what you focus on is what you're going to get more of. So if you focus on more coming to you, you're going to get more come to you. And mm -hmm. I know for some people, they, they hear that and they're like, that's just not true. I just don't believe that. But it is actually true. <laughs> that, yeah. that does happen. Like when you focus it on anything that's, you know, what you want more of you're going to get more of that because your brain is going to start to figure stuff out it's going to start to come up with ideas it's going to start to give you things to think about and to open up your mind to of new ways to create money um, and I love that Sophie you messaged me after that webinar and you were like oh my god I just listened to your webinar and I got a cash sale or something that you said within within 15 minutes it was very strange <laughs> within 15 minutes of your webinar ending um I had I, I was given a free yoga class because you said as well about free things or coupons so I was offered a free yoga class um I had a oh um one of my ladies from yoga paid me and paid me a bonus um and then I had two sales as well so I was like, this is brilliant. And the other day, I, I said this on, on one of my calls the other day, I um, I got a five pound note through my door. I, you know, who gets money through their door for like a raffle that I put, you know, in my village, like I put, a, like I do a yearly raffle and I got a five pound note. And I know it's five pounds, but you know, it's like, you just, it's just those little nudges from the universe, just like those little reminders just to say, you know, if you focus on that as like amazing, some people would get that and think, oh God, it's five pound, who cares? But it's just focusing on that being an amazing thing, like a, like a gift that you just got that through the post, you're going to get more of that stuff because you feel good about it. So yeah, I love that. That's so cool. So those practices of definitely identifying, because you could go through the whole day being, you know, given the free yoga class or you know had those sales in and it's just you don't even notice it you don't even register it yeah yeah yeah. so is it those practices and what other practices could people do to start kind of re reconfiguring their brain to a better money mindset what are the, some of the everyday things that people could do yes i think i think that the identifying some of the stuff that you know the limp like the blocks and where they might have come from is is the first thing gratitude is one of my most important things that I focus on every day and I think you know everyone can really do this and is starting to focus on 
you know, being grateful for everything, like being grateful for so, so many small things. Um, and I was listening to a video this morning um, and it said, gratitude is the instant key to happiness. So isn't that so true? Like when, when you're having a bad day or when you're having a bad moment and you start to think about, I'm healthy, I've got a roof over my head, you know, I've got running water, free, freely running water, I've got food in my fridge. Like when you focus on those, like that, that seems so small to us, how much does your, your mindset change straight away? It just, it literally, like you go from being in the worst mood to, to instantly feeling good. And that's why gratitude is so powerful. So when you focus on gratitude, again, what you focus on expands. So you're going to get more to focus on, to be grateful for. Um, so that's one thing for me every single day. Like if I'm feeling like fed up or if I'm feeling like, you know, in my head about something, um, I will just straight away just write a gratitude list and really just sit and feel how those things feel. With money, I think, again, it's so natural for us to focus on what's not there. Um, and I had a call with one of my um, clients this morning and she was like, you know, I'm so stressed about money. I cannot think about anything else like I can't get out of this place of feeling feeling bad um and I just said to her to write a list of things that you know money that's come into a bank account and a bit like what Sophie was saying like free things that you get like what have you had that's been sent to you or you've got a free you know a free coupon for something or um I'm just trying to think of like someone sent flowers to you in the post um I got the other day from um you know from my podcast platform they sent me a $20 Amazon gift voucher um because for for having for using their platform um so it's just like writing little things like that down getting a five pound note through the door you know so just focusing on that because again if we if we're always just looking at the lack of everything all the time we're, we're not able to then see potential we're not able to see anything else outside of that because we're just so focused on the lack um, so if you focus on what you've got coming in, the law of attraction, like the universe is going to give you more of that. And it's so important, even if you don't believe that stuff, like even if someone's listening and they're like, it just sounds too simple. The thing I always say to people is it's free. It's free to do that. Like it's not going to cost you anything to just try it and to just give it a go for a few weeks, like if anything else you're going to feel better you're going to feel different the best case scenario is that potentially you're going to have more money coming in you're going to have more opportunities coming in because you've cho you've chose to look at the positive you've chosen to look at the abundance of everything um and I, I said the other day it's like a lack mindset versus an abundant mindset you want to have that abundant mindset always in everything um and that's just some ways for me that I have really practiced and I coach my clients um you know and I, I get people message me all the time a bit like what Sophie did like oh my god I just had this come in or I've just this has just happened to me and and it does like and so just give it a go and see what happens that's the best advice I could give I think that's such great advice and such a good tip um, because I've been in a bad money situation myself. Um, when I first quit my job and first started my business when it was a hobby, thinking of the things that you have got and the things that you are grateful for is such a good way to get out of get out of your head because when you don't have much money coming in your head is so clouded your thoughts mm. feel so foggy and all you can think about is how much money you don't have how you can't afford to pay for things how everyone else is doing things and you're not and it's so easy for that negative mindset to just suck you in so um just thinking of of, as you say things that you're grateful for really puts you in the present moment and gets you out of your head such a great tip yeah and I think momentum is such a huge thing and what you it's the same thing about like what you focus on you will get more of it's that momentum and if you start noticing even if they're tiny things like the five pound it gains momentum and even if you don't believe in the law of attraction your brain will be trained to look out for those things and to look out for those opportunities always and that's that is that like it's the subconscious so you know we are as humans we are you know we're in most of our we're mostly in our subconscious mind so our subconscious is like all of the you know 
the programming and the, the things that we've witnessed growing up it's like I always think of it as like the like the the filing system like the hardware you know and and so often most of us are just on autopilot throughout the day we're in those subconscious thoughts we're you know chatting away to ourselves about how so and so is so amazing and I'm not amazing and I've not done this and I've got to do this today and this is happening and like all fear-based thoughts or like you know kind of lack mindset thoughts really um and that's this you know that is what is there in the subconscious so we've got to be consciously choosing the thoughts we've got to be consciously aware of what we are thinking and so that's when I say to people like start to have awareness of the thoughts that you're thinking around money you know around you know success around what you want your life to look like because again when we are so focused on you know you know I I can't pay my bills again this month or I'm in the same situation or I'm in the same relationship that I'm not happy in or um, you know, you know, I want to start a business and I, you know, I've put it off again this month and I just, you know, keep talking yourself out of things, then you're always going to be getting the same, you're going to be getting the same result. Um, you know, and I always love that quote, um, you know, the uh, Einstein quote, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And so I think choosing to be aware of your thoughts and to start reprogramming your thoughts, that's huge so you can and I think this is what we don't realize we can actually choose to reprogram our subconscious we don't have to buy into that story we don't have to buy into those stories that we're telling ourselves anymore we just have to be conscious enough and aware enough to change that story and to change that paradigm Um, you know that's something I talk a lot about is is starting to speak out loud write down be aware and, and change those that wording that we're using. So if you hear yourself saying, I really can't afford that. I really want to go on that holiday, but I just really can't afford to go. Then you can, and you could find a way, but if you keep telling that story, that's going to keep, you're going to keep getting that same story. So instead say, I trust that I will find a way to go on that holiday. You can actually just choose to, think that there'll be a solution the story that you could say is I trust that something's going to happen to for for me to figure it out I trust that the right situation is going to come along you know just kind of changing the wording and changing the story you're going to start again like opening up your mind and changing that changing that programming that you've got going on so our words are super super powerful and we all have the power to change that and I think that's the most important thing I say to people is your words choose your words very wisely to yourself the conversations you have with people because you want to be like in control you want to be in control of your life you want to take power and charge of it you don't want to just think you're on autopilot and you're not in control of your life because you are and that's what starts at the back here at the back of your mind at the back of your brain yes so interesting what do you think about so when you say it there about you know choosing your words and say if somebody is like right I'm gonna go on that um ten ten thousand pound holiday and I'm gonna find a way and you get those people around you that do the eye rolls do the yeah okay kind of thing (laughs) what is your advice to them who think you know what what is she talking about there's no way that she can she can do that would you recommend that they just don't share that and they don't they don't set that intention and put that intention out there? Or what advice do you give to people who who have those eye rollers <laughs> around them? Yeah, so I think one thing I have really learned in my business is you have to protect your vision and you have to protect your energy. Like it's, you know, like it's the most precious thing to you because the, the reality, is whatever you tell people they're going to give you their response based on what their experience is so they're only they're not they're only coming from place of where they're coming from what they've learned growing up what their conditionings are so tell I like I've really realized to only speak to people about my vision about what I want that I know that they're going to be like yes that's amazing that's what I want to hear I don't tell people my vision that are going to roll their eyes at me because 
I don't want to have to stand there and explain to them about everything I know because people people will people will really want to know at the level they want to know at like isn't you know people don't know what they don't know and if people aren't ready to hear what you have to say that's been a really hard lesson for me because like I said I'm someone that I learn something and I want people to know I'm like this is what I've just learned and this is amazing and blah blah, blah. and you know I'm sure you guys can relate yeah. um <laughs> and, you know and you just you just want to help people because you can see like you can see how you could help them you can see what what maybe the, you know what the tweaks are that they need but they're not ready for it they're not ready to hear it and they're not asking for it so don't give people advice if they're not ready to hear it and I think that's really what I've taken on I think that's why a podcast is good because people can choose to listen to podcasts if they don't want to hear what you have to say they won't listen to it you know and so that's fine and I think your your vibe like attracts your tribe you know they always say that and I think the you know, the, like you guys, like working together, you're obviously that same level, that same frequency. You know, it probably just feels like you could share your craziest, wildest dreams, and none of neither of you, one of you, would look at each other like, "Oh my god, she's crazy." Do you know what I mean? So it's just it's just being very protective about who you share your vision with. That is so important because you don't want people to talk you out of your dreams. That is the the most the saddest thing I see in my business you know, is, is someone will say those things don't work or, you know, like you've put loads of work into it now and it's not, it's not happened yet. Just quit. And, you know, people quit and they quit on their dreams because they, they haven't got that protection of what they want and they haven't, you know, they're, they're too easily influenced. So I think it's so important to protect your own vision and only speak to people that, you know, are going to be cheering you on all the way completely agree <laughs> yeah totally totally resonate with that um yeah I don't want to spend or waste my time telling you my vision I'll just show you <laughs> I'll show you uh, when it's done like when you leave a corporate job you know and you go into start your start something new people are like what are you doing you've got a really good corporate job you've got a good salary what are you doing because mm. if you do surround yourself with people with who are who are rolling their eyes who are the yeah okay it won't take long until you could potentially start believing that yourself. Yeah. And it takes such a lot to change your thinking anyway into, no, I can do it. And changing those like money blocks and things. Don't leave yourself vulnerable by telling people who aren't going to support your, your vision, no matter how big it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the, like, the you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Like, I've taken that on, like, gospel because the the people that I want to spend the most amount of time with are people that are where I'm going and people that think the same as me and you know want to talk about their dreams want to talk about their goals and their vision um you're going to mirror the people that you spend the most time with so really choosing who you are surrounding yourself with is so important it really is and I think if you can't get around those people if there's young people listening I guess that may be thinking like well how do I find those people like nourish your mind with that kind of stuff online or videos or join the webinars and and you'll you'll get connections there as well just consume that nourishing stuff i guess as you start to do that and start to do those things what i've learned even you know i've got my business which is amazing and that's got the community it's kind of got a built-in community but then outside of that even just doing this podcast you know just having types of conversations with you guys you start to you start to connect with other people. You start to follow people that you wanna you want to you want to follow, and you'll connect with people. Even just chatting with people on social media, it's so easy nowadays. I think it's it's no excuse nowadays with social media to to just be having the same conversations. I think if you wanna if you wanna elevate, if you wanna change your circle, you could do it so easily. And even if you're a bit shy or if you're a bit like you know you know, I, I used to be like this, I didn't feel confident reaching out to people or, um, you know, speaking to people over the phone or whatever, you can just message people. That's the great thing. Like you can have the most amazing messaging chats and that's still elevating your vision. That's still like having incredible chats with people just through messaging. Um, so, you know, if there's people that inspire you, don't be afraid to message them on Instagram or, you know, Facebook and just say, I love, I love what you're doing. You know, really inspired by you you know 
so many people now like just reply and say thank you so much and you can start a whole conversation and I think like you say just firstly start with your mind like feeding your mind there's there's I mean there's just like you could go on YouTube you can go on podcasts you can go on anything today and there's something you'll find to feed your mind that's why I love I just think you know you could literally just learn something completely new on YouTube or social media and I think that's why we're so fortunate in the time that we're in you know and again it's always that choice between focusing on the negative and positive it's easy to focus on you know on social media look buying into that negative stories and the you know the you know the horrible things that you see on social media or you can choose to follow people who, who inspire you and are sharing things that are offering value you that's your choice again you choose what you follow on social media and, and the people that you're seeing you know I used to have like gossip columns and really annoying people because that's the stuff that I used to click on on Instagram now I only click on the following page on people that inspire me and people that have positive things to say and that's what I keep getting more of so it's that's a conscious choice yeah so true and that's how people can integrate it into their everyday I guess if you are a social media user and you do want to start reprogramming your mind like that then have a clean up of it and pick out those people that you want to go through who who do inspire you as well that's a nice everyday thing that easy thing people could do absolutely it's it is simple and I think like you say it's starting small because I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed start having higher higher vibe conversations I'm I'm creating your business Sophie high vibe (laughs) love it thanks (laughs) Sophie little plug But yeah, it is about that, isn't it? It's about, it is your energy and your vibration that you're putting out there. And in the workplace then, taking it there. So we've spoken a little bit about, uh, you know, friendship groups and and speaking with those like-minded people. What are the, even just self-limiting beliefs generally that you see crop up with businesses or in, if you're in employment, um, what what are the common themes that people say are their blocks that are holding them back? definitely for women not feeling like they can ask for more money that is so common um because you know maybe they'll have kids at some point and they won't be able to work a full-time job or you know whatever those things are so I think I I feel like there's a shift but I still think it's very present that there's women not feeling like they can earn the same amount as men um and I think a lot of it is just knowing like your worth and if you feel like you are worthy of that income you're worthy of that promotion you're worthy of that pay rise and you're doing the work that that Garrett that you know validates that income then you should ask for it um and definitely the definitely the thing about having kids as well and going back to work and feeling like you know you have to be there and you can't ask for you know time off and all of these kinds of things um and I think I think this is why for women in particular side businesses and building things from home now is so huge because women want to own their time more they want to be able to have the baby have the income have the success all of the recognition that goes with it and not be judged for it and not have any you know um, you know, my my best friend and my mentor in my business, you know, she's a mum of one, soon to be two. She's got a hugely successful podcast. She's got an incredible business. Um, you know, she's got a coaching business as well. She's literally killing it and she's doing amazing. She's like not apologetic for it in any way. And in fact, she's, she's telling women, you can be a mum, be a wife, be all of the things that you want to be. And that's that's amazing and that's I think what we need more of because how often do you hear like if you are one of those people who you're just asking for what you want Mm -hmm. you are you know just showing up and kind of setting your boundaries and you get things like she's quite difficult she's quite difficult to work with or you know she's Mm -hmm. she's a bit of a diva kind of thing and that's I always think about um you know they talk about like JLo being a diva or um one of the things that I always remember and I always talk about is like if you think about the film Devil Wears Prada you know Meryl Streep is like this incredible force she's like you know highly revered in her industry she's wealthy you know but she's 
and not a nice person in it like she's horrible in it in fact and everyone's like you know stay away from her and blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and so it's it's that same story about women in power yeah. and how we're perceived if we're a woman in power I mm-hmm. I used to think if I'm someone that's successful people think I'm greedy because I because mm-hmm. I'm you know especially like even this talking about money I'm like people must think I just care about money then it's like no it's just I know that the right people with money will do amazing things. And I think it's so interesting you say about The Devil Wears Prada because in that film, when, is it Anne Hathaway's character, she does get money and she gets successful and she loses her boyfriend and she loses all of her Mm. friends. And it's that narrative again and it's like you can be a nice person and still be ambitious and still have money but we are constantly being told that you can't and when you get money you are greedy or you are gonna you are gonna lose all your friends you know <laughs> money's not everything we get oh, told that so much like you get guilt trip for being ambitious almost yeah that's yeah money's not everything that's you know that's a that's a very very common thing that I get um and you know one of the things I would say back to people when they say that is that you're 100% right money is not everything and actually if you are some of the most successful um you know wealthiest people in the world they will tell you that money is not everything they'll tell you that actually what they've realized what, with all the success and everything else is that the the, the most thing that gives you joy the most thing brings you joy is helping other people serving other people and um giving back so that those are some of the most things that that really and community sorry is the other one but what it does do is it allows you to not worry. It allows you to do the things that you want to do. But most importantly, it allows you to give to people that maybe you wouldn't have, have been able to give before. And that's one of the things I always say to people is that it's not. But imagine what you could do with it. Like if you had an, a spare 40, 50,000 pounds, what, what charity would you give it to? What are you passionate about? And you, I, I can sp- speak to most people on this one thing that comes to mind. Like for me, it's um, a hospice nearby that looked after my gran, you know, when she was really ill. So I know that that's something that's passionate for me. So there's always something that people will relate to and they'll be able to think, yeah, I would do that if I had that money. And also as well, when you do have money and you don't need to think about money, that freedom that you have in your mind, the freedom that you have in your heart, the the way you go about life thinking anything is possible because you don't need at all to have that low vibration, that fear inside of you that when's the next bit of money coming in, um, oh, I need to be careful with this, I need to watch what I'm spending. You are free and it's mm. absolutely wonderful. That is 100% it. That feeling of like, no worry, yeah. that is powerful it's a, like you say the energy of that of the energy of you know when we're constantly thinking how am I going to pay that bill or that's going to come out or I really want to go on that holiday and you know all of these things that are running all the time you know because let's face it we we do like we as humans we do worry about money if, if it's not there in abundance so imagine like you say just that not being there how amazing is that to not have mm. to think about um you know if a you know if a family member you needed to pay private health care for a family member like just being able to say don't worry I've got it I'll I'll help you with that like that's just an incredible feeling to be able to do that um and that's you know you like you say and, and also one of the other things I would say to people is like you know when they say money's not everything I'm like do you do the lottery and they're like yeah I'm like so you do the lottery in the hope that you're going to win millions and millions of pounds but so it must be there must be something there that you like you know that money's going to help you with something so it's always an interesting question because people are like oh yeah I didn't think about it like that <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's funny as well that's always like a wish that people say oh I wish I could win the lottery or oh one day when I win the lottery so it is on their mind like they they do think about that but it definitely does seem like a guilt thing as you say like saying that you want money or saying that you want more money mm. it's like you're greedy like um you're really selfish how can you think about money so much or talk about money so much but yeah, it's, we definitely do need to change that, change that narrative, as you say. 
So I'm sure that you get a lot in your coaching sessions and when you're talking to people generally, people who just can't even fathom feeling good about money because they're in such a bad place, they might, you know, well, I can't pay my rent next month. How can I expect to start feeling good about money? Where, what is your, what's your answer to that when they, when they say that? Because I imagine that crops up a lot. It does. It does. And I think it's a hard conversation because like we've spoken about if it's very present and it's like really and again this was one of the calls I had today um with a client was that you know I get what you're saying but I'm I'm actually stressed about money like it's fully consuming me it's taking over um and so I got her to do a little exercise that we were talking about of just just starting to write like money that's come in Um, And also money that's going to come in as well, because I think we're so focused on money that's going out. We're not looking at what money is coming in. And sometimes it's it's there's more coming in than we realize. And also there's another practice that you can do. And that is kind of just looking at what what stuff's coming out that doesn't need to be coming out. Like, where can you where can you be clever um, you know, because there's always stuff like there's always subscriptions coming out. Like, I mean, how many Apple subscriptions do we have? You know, um, I realized the other day I've been paying for this payment system that I used two years ago for like an event, you know, an event ticketing thing. I've been paying 20 quid for like two years a month. I'm like, how have I been spending that money? And I haven't used the subscription. Um, so there's always things that you can look at to, to, to bring money back in. And again, it's that focusing on on what else, what more is available instead of this is coming out, this is coming out, this is coming out. Um, and I think practically that's a good, that's a good little practice for yourself to kind of start looking at, okay, if I just have, if I just got rid of that, that doesn't need to be there right now. Just got rid of that. That doesn't really need to be there right now. And then starting to like, we were talking about earlier, looking at free stuff that's coming in, looking at a gift that someone sent you because again like energy is that if you're focusing on what's more in the expansion you're going to get more of that so practically those are some things that I would recommend if people are really in that place of of fear and I know it's difficult but you almost have to try and as much as you can just let it go like let that fear go because it's it is a very low vibration you know, it's going to stop you from looking at opportunities. It's going to really hold you back. So if you've not done any type of meditation before, you know, I know that I know for some people that could be like, you know, meditation kind of thing. What is that? But even if you just type in YouTube, like something like a 10 minute meditation for letting go, 10 minute meditation for trusting everything's working out. Um, One of the best things that I love is um, an Abraham Hicks meditation and it's a financial well-being meditation and she just keeps repeating affirmations like everything's working out money is coming to me money is flowing to me Um, and what instantly happens is it's like a shift in your energy and that's where you want that's like where you really want to get to it's just feeling that like you know you just feel like oh okay it's gonna come back around so just sort of letting it go a little bit and if it's gonna be crap for a month it's gonna be crap for a month but you know, at some point it's going to come back around. It always will. So just sort of letting go and just trusting and, and having that faith that, you know, if you're, if you're not in that fear place, it's going to, good things are going to come to you. And I think that's so such a powerful mindset shift to have. And, you know, if you, if you're sort of new to this stuff, just trust me when I've, I've been doing this for seven years and I've been working for pe- with people for seven years things will start to shift, things will start to come. And it's when I get the messages like, oh my God, this just happened, I can't believe it. Or, you know, someone's just sent me this money in the bank, you know, and and I know it can feel a bit woo-woo if you've never kind of heard this sort of stuff before. But again, just trust me, it works. It does, this stuff works, it really, really does. That's so true about just, just letting go, like stop being so tight and so tense about the fact that you've got no money. and almost like getting into the flow of money money comes in money comes out don't hold on to it don't be so tight and stagnant 
just let it flow. Mm. You know that money's coming in, you know that money's coming out. As you say, focus on the amount of money that, that comes in as well. Um, Cause that is a lot of the focus, like what what's going out and almost forgetting that, that money does come in. Yeah. Ask for money making ideas as well. Like I always just say like, give me, give me some money making ideas. There's always like, I, this is what I say to people like, with the world that we're in today, there's always ways to make money. And I love that you said, you know, just trust me, I've been doing this for seven years because some people may be thinking, well, I need that proof, you know, I need that permission to do this. And Mm. it's so nice to hear you say, like, I have been doing this, this works. And also when you let go, if we're talking about energy, it takes away some of that super tight energy that might be blocking stuff. Mm-hmm. coming to you as well like you can almost feel it in your body you yeah. know more about this than me but you can feel that tightness in your body as well definitely yeah it's um, it's a it's a horrible feeling that stress and what it does on your body as well um you know it's not good for your body and for your energy um and you really just have to get into that place of letting go and like you say just just it, it's empowering when you do that because actually you're just like <laughs> I can't physically feel like this anymore. Let it go. So true. Um, where like myself again, when I was in a bad place financially, um, when I just quit my job, when I did spend any money, I would have like this tight feeling in my belly. My shoulders would be tense, and I'd be like, "Oh God, I've got to spend this money." And I remember um, reading something or seeing something that said about um, when you spend money be instead of being really tight and and almost annoyed or angry that you've got to spend money be grateful that you've actually got this money to spend and that really shifted my mindset so now like I still do it now every time I pay for something when I'm typing in the digits of my card I'm like I'm so grateful that I I have this money to be able to spend yeah because so many people don't I think that's the thing so many people don't even have that available so yeah it's again focusing on that abundance of everything that's so cool thank you so so good that was our first podcast and what a great guest so thank you so So much amy thank you for having me i really appreciate you asking me and especially like your first guest speaker i really appreciate it and Amy, where can people find you? Where can they come to you for help and advice? Uh, so my Instagram is probably the quickest and easiest because that's got all of my links and things. So Amy Breslin 87. Um, or I also have my other, my podcast page, which is Mind Over Money podcast. Um, so you can find me there as well. So yeah, just check it out. Amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Amy. Thanks for having me. I so appreciate it.